Welcome to Bite Size SEO News, where I find the top three news in digital marketing so you don't have to, where I make news easy to digest and easy to follow. If you want to read the article, links are posted in the show notes below, so you never have to worry about FOMO. My name is Rich, and your host today is Thursday, January 19th, 2022, episode 29. Coming up, fresh out of the oven are today's top three news you definitely don't want to miss. Story one. Best Buy to sell search ads under its own in-house media company. Story 2. France finds Google a record $170 million for making it too difficult to opt out of cookies. Story 3. New report finds social media video now sees as much consumption time as traditional TV. If you're ready, let's get into it. This one's brought to you by George Nguyen of Search Engine Land. Best Buy has launched Best Buy Ads, its own in-house media company. The consumer electronics retailer announced Tuesday. Best Buy Ads offers paid search ads and sponsored product listings on Best Buy's website, among other ad offerings. Why we care? E-commerce's explosive growth over the last two years has been accompanied by growth in digital e-commerce advertising as well. Best Buy Ads offers a marketplace that brands can use to get their offerings in front of the customers, providing them with another Google alternative, even though it's an alternative which is much smaller, more focused audience, as well as a new channel with which to engage customers during the discovery stage. Quote, We interact with our customers 3 billion times a year, in our stores, in their homes, and online. The company touted in the announcement, those interactions can provide meaningful data to target customers for brands that sell products at Best Buy or simply offer complimentary products. More on the news. In addition to search ads, Best Buy ads also offers on-site and off-site display ads, on-site and off-site video ads, social ads, and in-store ads. While the company is opening up a new line of business, it's not the first major retailer to launch such an offering. Lowe's announces One Roof Media Network in October 2021. If you'd like to get some more information, make sure to check out George's article in the show notes. For our next story, this one's brought to you by Martin Coulter of The Business Insider. French authorities have slapped Google with a record 150 million euros, around 170 million dollars, fine after failing to make it easy enough for users to reject cookies when using its search engine. The move marks the latest blow against the tech giant in Europe which has been repeatedly fined for breaches of EU competition law and faces investigations in different jurisdictions throughout the continent. Cookies are small data files that store information about your online activity. These files are used by companies like Google to remember you, keep you logged in between sessions, and record your preferences. However, under the Article 82 of the French Data Protection Act, users have the right to opt out from cookie tracking while online and companies have a responsibility to allow them to do so easily. In a statement published on Thursday, French Data Protection Authority, CNIL, said Google's search engine and its subsidiary, YouTube, had not made it simple enough for French users to reject cookies, relative to how easy it was to accept them. In a second statement, CNIL revealed it had also fined Facebook's holding company, Meta, 60 million euros, or around $68 million for the same offense. The data watchdog noted that both firms made it easy to opt into cookie tracking with a single click of a button, but it's more complicated to opt out of tracking. Both companies now have three months to alter the way cookies operate on their platforms or risk fines of €100,000 or $113,000 a day. Quote, People trust us to respect their right to privacy and keep them safe, a Google spokesperson told Politico. 
We understand our responsibility to protect that trust and are committing to further changes in active work with the CNIL in light of this decision. End quote. A Meta spokesperson told Politico the company was reviewing the authority's decision, adding, quote, Our cookie consent controls provide people with greater control over their data, including a new settings menu on Facebook and Instagram where people can revisit and manage their decisions at any time, and we continue to develop and improve these controls, end quote. If you'd like to get some more information, make sure to check out Martin's article in the show notes. For our final story for today, this one's brought to you by Andrew Hutchinson of The Social Media Today. Underlining the rising influence of online content and broader media consumption, a new study conducted by the Consumer Technology Association to be released in conjunction with the annual CES industry event has found that U.S. consumers now spend almost as much time streaming videos on social platforms as they do watching traditional TV. As reported by Variety, the study, which incorporates responses from over 2,000 respondents, shows that overall, user-created content on social platforms now account for 39% of weekly media hours consumed by Americans versus 61% for traditional media. You can see the breakdown in this listing, with traditional TV consumption taking up 18% of overall media consumer time against 16% for user-generated content online. And as you would expect, that trend is even more pronounced among younger consumers. As per Variety, quote, teens 13 to 17 spend 56% of their media time with user-created content compared with just 22% amongst consumers 55 and older, end quote. The data underlines the evolving shift away from traditional media and towards more democratized social media platforms as a key form of content consumption, which is important to note for brands, though it is also relevant to note that traditional TV and subscription-based video right now still takes up the lion's share of media consumption time. While there's clearly significant value in user-generated content and big benefits for exposure and audience building in social apps, there's also still something to be said for editorially defined content. And while video-on-demand services look set to be the death knell for traditional TV, despite young consumers aligning with individual creators more than channels and shows, moderation and publishing control do still play a key part in sorting the cream from the crop and amplifying that material to bigger audiences. That has changed, of course, over the past decade, but it's interesting to note the significant role that editorially curated content still plays in the broader media landscape. Younger consumers are far more aligned with individual creators that they find and subscribe to, and that is a key daily consumption trend to note. But in terms of spending your media dollars right now, there remains significant value in these legacy formats that could drive strong results. In other words, don't put all your eggs in one basket, but do ensure that you're aware of the latest consumption trends, which are set to be shaken up again over the next decade as we see a new wave of metaverse native creators taking up this new stage. The CTA study also found that around 20 million creators in the U.S. are monetizing the content in some way online, with the average income for online creators sitting at $768 per month. Quote, of revenue earned by creators, 20% is from merchandise or fan experiences, 27% is from content subscriptions, 27% is from a la carte payment for content, 16% is from tips, and 2% is from other sources, end quote. While platforms are working to add more monetization options for creators, in order to retain top stars and keep their audiences coming back for more, merch and subscription remains the top earners with tips still a way behind. Which makes sense. While people may well like and even love certain creators, they're still not overly likely to pay for something that they can get for free. For creators, that means they need to work on your added value proposition to maximize your revenue streams. 
and developing products and or services that you can provide in addition to your regular content to boost your opportunities. It's an interesting report on the current state of the media landscape and the changes that have transformed the way that media distribution works to a large degree. Given this, if you want to maximize your brand messaging in 2022, you should be looking to diversify with popular user-generated content in your niche, now a key pipeline for many brands to reach the right audience. That could be even more effective than TV ads, which have long been viewed as a premium ad placement option. TV ads will still secure greater brand awareness in many respects, but depending on your audience, there could also be better, more valuable ways to connect. If you'd like to get some more information, make sure to check out Andrew's article in the show notes. That's it for today's show. We've made it to the end. You're good to go and ready for the day. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate the show so it helps spread the news and I can continue doing what I do best, which is providing you the latest SEO news you just cannot miss. Serve tapas style, making it easy on the stomach and on the go. Once again, I'm your host, Rich Ong, and I'll see you on the flip side.